Sunday Pour, we are back. Late night edition. Uh, second show of the week, taping this on a Thursday night. Uh, sitting here after a uh, long day. I was in Rhode Island for a little bit today. But uh, we'll get into that. Let me bring in my cousin first. Uh, I was sitting here watching Carolina Boston, about three minutes left in that game. Um, so let me bring him in. Aunt, how are you? What are you drinking? Doing great, my man. Um, I can't believe that you just you couldn't wait till that ban was lifted on Rhode Island and run up there. Uh, I was you. at the border. I was like a border just, jumper. Just, <laughs> just knocking down. Thank God they didn't build a wall. Yeah, it's only, it only on the list for like three days. So uh, right now I got a little. It's called the Bushburg Pilsner, brewed in Brooklyn. All right, and uh, backing it up with a little Sazerac rye. Ooh, all right. Yeah, that's fancy. what I'm talking about. Uh, no, it's good, though. It's really good. So I'm going to have to Google that just to see if I've seen the bottle you, before. You've, you've seen the bottle, yeah. It's S, S as in Sam, A-Z-E-R-A-C. Yeah, I actually nailed the spelling, which is a miracle uh, <laughs> when I was Googling it just now. Is that All right. I actually don't does not look familiar. I think, um, I, think I bought this because – have you ever seen Brockmire? <laughs> very little, yes. And, it, and I love it, but yeah, on a very limited basis, I've seen it. I've seen the first season, and it was just, it's fucking hysterical. But Brockmeyer, if you haven't seen it, is, uh, fuck's his name, Hank Azaria. Mm-hmm. And he plays like this down and on his luck uh, baseball announcer. And he does like the voice and everything, you know, three, two, count, you know, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Very cliche and, uh, uh, with the voice and with the booze of a. Like a hair, like a Harry, okay. like a minor league Harry Carey. Well, he was in the big leagues, and then like he oh, went okay. viral for like some bad for like some shit, and then yeah, he went back to the minor leagues to kind of. Yeah, I think he's he's more than cliche. I mean, it's, it's he's drinking, he's doing all kinds of drugs. He's he's a wild man in it. But I think one episode that I saw, he was drinking Sazerac Rye, and I was like, oh, well, all right, give that one a shot. All right, that's good. Yeah, good stuff. What do you got funny tonight? What do you what are you what are you pouring over there? Did I actually also <laughs> I actually also have a uh Pilsner in front of me. Um it was let me get the exact information on this. It's called it's called Dick Pills. It's a pun. Yeah, Dick, I gotcha. Dick Pills. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's from Graysale Brewery in Rhode Island. Uh it actually just came out today. Of all days, today I was up there, and uh, it's actually not being released in the actual brewery to uh, in the tasting room on on draft until tomorrow. So I figured I, I just grabbed a quick four pack of it. Uh, it's a pretty average, basic pilsner. Okay. Um, I was is that up, coming? A, is it a blue can? Is that why it's a little? It's a little blue pilsner. No, it's actually red. It's a it's a red oh. red and oh. yellow huh. can. Right. Um. And actually, let me let me pull up their Instagram page. I can give you the. It's it's actually uh, was made in honor of. I don't know if it was one of their owners or somebody who worked there it was in some sort of accident, and they made it in honor of him. Was it actually made him impotent? I don't understand. Uh, that w- <laughs> <laughs> that would have made that would have made sense. Uh, it was oh, one of their brewers suffered a serious accident a couple months ago. And gave them quite a scare, uh, but they're happy to report that Rich Dick, in other words, is gotcha. recovering, and we're looking forward <laughs> to having him back to work in no time. 
Rich, a.k.a. Dick. Okay. So yeah, they yeah, missed yeah. Dickie so much, in their words, not mine. They missed Dickie so much that they felt the need to put his face on a can so he'd be with us until his return. So it's a Dick Pills 5.8, which is a decent, uh, you know. A can, with a, di- a can with a dick pick. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we, and we also, another reason I picked it up is because on the way back from Rhode Island, we stopped at a, a BYOB restaurant. So I packed a cooler mm. and put a couple of these. And I actually have another one. I'll give you like about. I'm gonna probably open it in like two minutes. Uh, <laughs> which it's a extra pale ale called Flying Jenny from the same brewery. All right. Um, I mean, I can give you the review right now because I've had a few already today. Also, also good. Much, I would say, much better than <laughs> much better than the Pilsner. I would say the Pilsner is very average. The Flying Jenny is something I discovered when I was in Mystic a few weeks ago, about a month ago. Uh, Think of like a rolling rock on steroids, a little bit like, like a fuller body. Okay, all right. So nice and light, refreshing, but look, uh, it gives you a little more of a of, a, of an oomph. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Rock. The right. rock is four point three. I think these are five point three. So they get one percent extra one percent. Yeah, they got one percent of the oomph. All right. Yeah. Very nice. Well, what were you doing up in Rhode Island today? Is there? I mean, is there a story? You guys just take a little day trip? It was just. We were there for two hours, literally, to the brewery because uh, we were just both off today. Had nothing to do, so I head up, headed up there, and um, it was it was. We got up there like around maybe four thirty. It was pouring, but luckily they had umbrellas at the table inside the brewery, and not inside, outside the brewery, is a little bear garden, mm-hmm. and uh, I just stayed there for like an hour or two. And the whole reason we were up there was just because it was so close and i discovered this bear when i was in mystic that i liked so i was like ah, i have nothing to do today oh, all right yeah i just went up there a couple beers tried a few of their other bears they had a wheat bear they had a one ipa that i tried pretty decent bears though i would recommend it if you ever go up to like you were there, there for two hours you're every beer in the place but basically yeah i tried, oh, I tried the cream ale <laughs> just... which, which is just the genesee it's a big ripoff on Genesis. Uh, all these pre-mails that they do at these breweries. There's only one, man. Exactly. I, yeah. And, and Genesee isn't really looked that highly upon. Yeah, it's bullshit. It is bullshit. Because Genesee's the king. And, I mean, who's ordering a Genesee besides us when we're at Pepe's? You know what? I might uh, request. I know there's already. I, I don't know if the shopping's been done for Saturday already, but I might put a request in for some Genesee cans for the bus. He would, yeah, uh, he would, he would do that. It's a little bit, it's a little bit odd. It's not the best, you know. It's better on tap. There's nothing beats Jenny on tap, but you know, just just to uh, just out of respect for this and, and bring out the 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 only cream ale that matters. Get it yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's good if it's been in a cooler and it's like just surrounded by ice. I'm mm. sure it's good in the can for uh, like that. Serve serve like that, cooler style. Yeah, uh, well, that's the thing about these these cream ales. They're you know you you pay six dollars, uh, you know, for a pint of it, mm. and Genesee is just beyond cheap. You know what I mean? And I, and these other ones just taste exactly the same. It was very good, the one I had. Ah, uh, yeah, just, yeah, uh, no, but, you know, it's you, you can't you recreate. Get, you can't recreate the Mona you Lisa. Get a, you get a six pack of Genesee for six bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bingo. All right, that's a nice little day there, though. You know, just get away, check out uh, another brewery that you've never been to. I like that. It's a nice little day trip. Good yeah. stuff, man. We, we went yeah. to this little. We went to this little. Uh, 
not a hole in the wall restaurant, but they have the, they're right outside of Mystic. We drove through Mystic, and there's like these three uh, little restaurants that are on mm-hmm. the water. Very mm-hmm. casual. Like you walk up to the window uh, and place your order, and they bring it out to you. Mm-hmm. It was called Costello's. Okay, Luke Costello. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was three of them in a row, and that was the one that ended in a vol, so that's the one I picked. <laughs> and there was one of them called Abbott's that's, like, very well-known and well-regarded. Uh, if I'm being honest, Costello's Abbott. wasn't – Yeah, <laughs> Jim Abbott. Costello's wasn't great. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was very average at best. Uh, it's cool, though. You know, you're on the water. The fact that it, the weather wasn't great helped it because it wasn't that packed. Yeah. Um but I don't know, any BYOB place, sorry, with me. Bring a cooler in. Yeah. It keeps the cost down. Yeah, I haven't been to a BYOB place. In, I mean, I haven't been anywhere in forever. But even before all this, I, got, I can't remember the last time I was at a BYOB Oh, it's awesome. Spot, it really is man. awesome. Yeah, you don't bring have to worry in. about the bartender, getting the bartender's yeah. the waitress's attention. attention uh, yeah, the waitresses. I mean, if you get hooked up with a good waitress and they just see – they just, they see your glass and you're you're top you're topped off. You got a bottle of wine or they're like come another round. You're like, yep, bring it on. That's it, man. It's but a if, skill. They, if, you, it's a skill. if you get if you get a shitty one, it's uh, that's a dark day because you're just like, where's this? Where's this fucking idiot? Where? Come on. Yeah, you got to send out a goddamn smoke signal. Yeah, that's, that's no gun. good. Yeah, I didn't come here to drink one beer and like go home. Like, let's go. Come on, keep them coming. Right, you got to read the room when you're a bartender. I've never actually bartended. But I feel like that. But you're very opinionated on the profession. I, yeah, I feel like I'd be good at it, though. You got to read the room a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be good at a dive bar. I mean, it's beer and shots. I'd be great at a dive right, bar. Right, yeah, yeah. When you start mixing in mojitos. And, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm out. It's not your wheelhouse. No, I wouldn't do well with that. <laughs> I would be. You know what? I did realize today, I was home, I would be like a great. Like I don't know, great, but I realized I could probably hack it as like a line cook. Because uh-huh. this this morning I was like, my son wanted something to eat. My daughter wasn't hungry yet, so I, she's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I want pancakes." I was like, "All right." So I made him pancake, served it. Then I started making mine, my wife's breakfast. And mm-hmm. as and, and as I'm cooking that, I'm cleaning like all the shit from the pancakes. So that shit goes you know goes away. I'm making the eggs and stuff. My daughter comes in. She's like, I want pancakes. I was like, you just said you weren't hungry oh, five minutes ago. God. I take all the shit out that I, just, I, that I just cleaned, mix up new pancakes, go right back on. So serve the eggs, pancakes on. Uh, I banged it out, though, man. I made it happen. It was like, mm. it was like a real, it was like a real uh, kitchen here for about 10 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, I felt, felt like I worked in a diner. Some customers, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not one person came back looking for a drink, though. Everybody was filled up, good to go. <laughs> uh, crazy thing, the Dallas Stars head coach looks like Mark Molusis. Really? Yeah, I did. I almost, it was weird, just did a double take. Rick Bonus. Uh, let me Google Rick, image. Of... Wait, Rick Bonus, not Ricky Bonus? <laughs> Is that his that? name? Dallas Stars head coach. No, that might that's not the guy. Maybe it's the Cal- <laughs> maybe it's the Calgary's Flame Flames coach. Calgary's Flames head coach. One for one on the hockey picks today. You were uh, on. Yeah, you caught fire after Monday's show. Yeah, baseball not as well. Yeah, baseball all right actually. Had the uh, who did I have? I had the Brewers tonight who lost. You know what it is. I. 
with these with these picks, not to change the subject, but we're not, yeah. we're really not even on a subject. No, um, no. <laughs> we're just we just kind of dove in, man, and trying to see where the show. We have no yeah. no idea what to talk about. Thirteen minutes in, <laughs> no idea what we're talking about. Just kind of yeah, just my, hit the ground running. My go. approach with the picks right now has just been there's no home no home ice home court home field whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just find an underdog that has a chance to win. Like I, I haven't been betting favorites at all. I feel like Good. there's no, re- yeah. I feel like there's no reason to. In yeah. the hockey, in the hockey playoffs to begin with, even under uh, under normal circumstances where you know there's home ice, I feel mm-hmm. like there's no reason to bet the favorite. Uh, but now with, with these, uh, I feel like there's no reason to. That's why I took the Hurricane. I think the Hurricanes oh, Stars just scored. All right. <laughs> put, puts a hole in my uh, logic right there. Um, this is one. It's just one. It is just one. one well, it's 1-1. One, one. Calgary scored already. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just fun. like even in baseball, like I took the Marlins last night. They came through in an extra inning game. Crazy game. And then I took the Brewers tonight, which obviously backfired. They lost 4-1. to one. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot yeah, less my, like, my factors. Biggest, yeah. yeah, my biggest recommendation would be just to find an underdog Find find any underdog and and bet them, ride them, whatever. Uh, there's no reason that they uh, that they can't win. And at least in ho- at least in hopes, bet the over. I mean, these games. Yeah. Right now, I'm watching the Nets Portland, and it's ninety to eighty five, with four minutes to go in the third. Four oh, and yeah. half minutes to go in the third. We can get into that. I haven't seen any basketball today, but apparently, the Grizzlies have clinched a spot in the. Uh, Jesus, I just turned the Nets on 9187. <laughs> um, the Grizzlies have clinched one of the two spots in the play in, yeah, yeah. And now the last spot is between Portland if they win this game, and if yep. they lose, it'll be the Suns, right? And it, yeah. I mean, the Suns wrecked, uh, this would be today. this would be a the devastating match. end of the season if Portland lost this game, yeah. Oh, the Nets. It would be devastating. Yeah. The Nets are playing their asses off. It's man. unbelievable. It's as good as the it's Nets crazy. have been, it would still be horrible. Yeah, yeah. Every, every, uh, see, the Lakers will dismantle the Grizzlies if they if they get they get lucky enough to get the Grizzlies. Right. That's the unfortunate part. Yeah. I don't think the Lakers would really be tested too much by the Grizzlies or, or even the Suns. I mean, I, get, I mean, it's tough to discount the Suns. They're 8-0 and in the bubble. Yeah. I yeah. just don't. I don't think they have what it takes. I think Portland does have what it takes to make them sweat. Yeah, Lillard's a stud, man. He's like unbelievable. You don't, you, yeah. you don't want you don't want to face that guy with a game on the line. All right, plus McCollum's good, and you have Carmelo's yeah. a veteran presence. Plus, they have a little bit of size. They have uh, I don't know who this tall guy is, twenty seven on the court right now, but they have White side off the bench. Yeah, yeah. who's good when he's motivated. I, I've talked to a Heat fan about White side. And I guess his biggest problem why he's not there anymore was his attitude. Right. Some guys need like the motivation to yeah, he, yeah, figure and, it out. And the crazy thing is I've seen Whiteside play twice in person. And it was mm-hmm. it was against the Nets. And I, I thought <laughs> I thought he was unbelievable when I watched him. I don't know if it was our lack of size or Jared <laughs> Allen just not being very good. And I was just like, wow, this guy is good. You know, we were sitting close to the court too. Now this guy's a monster, and he is in person. <laughs> when you're up close, he is a monster. He's he's a at least seven feet tall, whatever, two sixty mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I may have overrated him in my head. I'm, I'm seeing, I'm looking right now. He's seven feet tall. So yeah, 
So I'm, I may have I may have overrated him a little bit based on what he did against the Nets, and obviously he's on the second team now. Uh, so I, I don't know. I just think I just think Portland obviously is well, both yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, everyone they're like the trendy pick right now, which makes me dislike Portland in a series against the Lakers. But I still think just what I've seen, and you know, the Lakers haven't really Lakers haven't really uh, I don't know got their. Uh, they haven't really had their, gotten their mojo back that they've gotten that they had before the uh, shutdown. Yeah, I don't know if they're just waiting to turn it on or not or what. Yeah, but it's, the only thing is, like, you get a series like that with a team that has experience like Portland, and you get a killer like Lillard. Yeah, and like anything is possible. If if the Lakers are a step slow, they could they could be fucked against Mike Warren. If they're a step slow, they're going to handle the Grizzlies. The right. Suns, the Suns remains to be seen if they have that kind of killer instinct. Um, against a team like the, a team like the Big Bad Lakers, and because mm-hmm. LeBron is still you know the superhero of the league, and AD makes him you know obviously makes him that much more of a favorite. But uh, yeah, I mean they're, they're uh, you, you, you're going to need to have a certain formula that's not just you know size and speed and shooting, you know, mm-hmm. and and Portland has like those other intangibles. Yeah, they have the intangibles, and they have the the biggest factor. I would say is not just them, but the Grizzlies and the Suns would fall into this category too. Is they've been playing playoff games basically since they've gotten to the bubble two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. that's also a factor too. Is that the Lakers have kind of been in cruise control? I mean, the last meaningful game they played was probably back in March, maybe February. I don't know. Yeah. And these other teams have just. Uh, you know, been playing these uh, games that were they just had to put the, uh, you know, the foot down on the pedal. Of the of the Raptors are shaking their boots a little bit tonight. Yeah, I don't know the Raptors. Uh, I, I'm cautious, I'm cautiously optimistic on the Nets giving them a series. Mm-hmm. The best I can give them is that they'll yeah. maybe take a game and force a game six, which is probably the best you could hope for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, it's just it's it's tough. It's it's tough to really handicap it. Uh, the one the one like glaring omission from the Raptors is obviously Kawhi. Yeah, sure. So that's sure. like that's like the one positive. I feel like that you know they don't have the guy this year. So maybe the Nets could actually make them sweat, even though the Nets don't really have. I mean, they got something going right now, but you know they don't have obviously a superstar. They yeah, they don't make them sweat. They'll make them sweat a little bit, right? You, what did you say? Game? You, you want to see game, six games? I said I want to see them win a game, but if, yeah, six games would be an absolute win for uh, this particular group. Of yeah, players. I feel like if there's a game six in that series, then you did your yeah. job as yeah. you know whoever the Nets. I, Tyler Johnson. I don't even know who who's on the team. TLC. Mm-hmm. You know Jared Allen. Whoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I really, I really don't. It's crazy. Like I was watching, uh, I was at the gym the other day at work, and I and I turned the game on against Orlando, which was a me- you know meaningless game. Yeah, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you who anybody was. I mean, the game they beat the Bucks in, it was like Lavert side out. I think Allen side out. Mm-hmm. Joe yeah, Harris oh, yeah, side yeah. out. I mean, it was like it, it was the backups of the backups that were playing. Yeah, I caught the fourth quarter of that game, and I didn't know who was playing. Yeah, that reminded me a little bit of um, remember a few. I mean, this is probably like seven or eight years ago now, and uh, I think it was, I think it was the Spurs were resting players, and then like the backups, 
It was a it was a it was a national game against the Heat. Maybe yeah, or maybe yeah. Some yeah, that, that sounds about right. And they're resting players, and then th- that that the backups took the Heat to OT. I think they lost in OT, but it was like yeah. it was a hell. Of, I was like, yeah, see, they can do it too, which stopped me. You, you want to see the big guys? Let me see, you know, Chernobyl and Duncan. Yeah, no, but, I actually do remember that specifically when because Popovich it was famous for that yeah. rest, resting his big guys on a national TV game just to stick it to the league. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I kind of got it because Duncan was a hundred years old at that point. Like, yeah, big, I always gave the Spurs a little bit of a pass just because they were a championship team and they had older players. So if anybody was going to do it, it was them. Yeah. It's just, you know, when, like, the Pelicans get to the bubble and they keep resting Zion when they're uh, playing for a playoff seed, that's yeah, a little bit – that's a little frustrating. Yeah, I don't like when young players are resting. Let them fucking play, man. Or do you like, – it's like they put the kid gloves on sometimes. We don't, get, we don't want him to get hurt. Well, if he's fucking playing, he's, if he's on the court at all. There's always chances to get hurt. But, you know, you, you, the, the more you play, the better you are. That's the other thing, right? The more, the more cohesion you have with your team uh, – and then just kind of the, the more reps you have together, the better you are as a, as a team. Make it work. Why are you sitting? You're never going to be the best you can be by sitting on the fucking bench. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like these players didn't watch the last dance, you know, with right. Jordan. It's like, did you uh, learn anything? No, they did. They did. The, they the did. guy came back and played in the playoffs for a 30 win team and got smoked by one of the best teams of all time. Probably and still busted his ass for the season. Right, and dropped sixty three yeah. in one of the yeah. games. Took him to overtime on the road, and no, uh, he's, they just wanted to share the meme of Jordan talking trash to Gary Payton or something. <laughs> right, that was right, it. Right. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but it's good. It'll be some play. Whatever, whatever it is. I mean, I hope I as much as I want to see a Nets beat him, just to fucking play spoiler. Just I mean, there's a little bit of something that goes with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I do. I would be hoping for if it wasn't the Nets, I would be hoping it's Portland taking on the Grizzlies this weekend. But it will it'll be fun to watch, uh, right? Uh, it, a play-in series or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and the interesting thing about that is if let's say Portland loses this game, it would be Memphis and Phoenix. Yeah, and they have the same record. I think Memphis has. I'm pretty sure I looked up and Memphis has won the season series three zero. Okay, but I think yeah. it would it would still be three games, right? Or well, I guess it would be Memphis needs to win one and Phoenix needs to win two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they should just make it one game at that point if they just have the same record. But I, I guess obviously they they already put the rule in place that you know the eight seed has to win one, nine seed has to win two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, would, it wouldn't hold as much juice if. Uh, if it was Memphis Phoenix, unfortunately. I don't want to take anything away from Phoenix because Booker's been playing unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but I guess, and I guess you got you gotta put that game prime time on Saturday, right? Like seven, eight o'clock? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And that's Scott. a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh interesting. Shout out to the Bucks though, you know. How is uh <laughs> how has DeAndre Ayton been been playing. He was in the you know, the number one pick out of Arizona. He was no in the idea. center. Of, he was in the center of the controversy with um, with uh, Sean Miller at Arizona. They oh yeah, paid yeah, no, him, paid him no, to go there. Yeah, no idea how he's been playing. None. Booker dropped twenty seven again today. It looks like. Yeah, they smoked the Mavs. Wasn't even close. Yeah, I think they're eight and zero against the spread too in the bubble. Man, geez, could have just kept. 
I took him a couple of times, but he could have just kept riding. Uh, yeah, fuck your system. Your system seems shaky compared to his bet in the Suns. Well, they were, <laughs> in my defense, they were underdogs a lot. That's true. He just had to pick the right underdog. Yeah. DeAndre and he's starting center, 11 points, 9 boards. R- Ricky Rubio's on the team. Didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Booker yeah. dropped 27. Yeah. I, I mean, they're not bad, the Suns. Who knows? They, at one point, they were 150 to 1 to win the, uh, to get the eight seed coming into the Sure, bubble. yeah. They needed to win eight games to fucking just get into the play. To, yeah, to, to have to, a chance. To maybe get in the play. They, yeah. they needed to win eight straight to uh, have a chance to uh, get into the playoffs via the Nets. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's just, yeah, that's that terrifying. is a long shot. That is terrifying. Her son. Up seven right now, which is. I just I yeah. I can't get used to the like the new style of play. Like, there's so much offense. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I yeah, I mean they're phenomenal offensive players. I just wish they they could do something like I don't know. You, you can't really bring back like the hand checking, I guess, and mm-hmm. like the hard fouls and stuff. There's got to be something they can do to kind of curb it a little bit. You know what I mean? It shouldn't seem like are they that good or is it really that easy? Like they make it's it a combination. They they definitely practice the three point shot a lot more now. That's actually, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I don't, I don't I'm, I'm not taking anything away from their skills. I just I get, oh oh fucking ESPN. Uh, I, I didn't know it was like a lusty voice. I didn't know it was. It was looked like a commercial for face cream or shampoo conditioner. Yeah, no, nah, you got the like a L'Oreal or something. I got the skin in there and. <laughs> I just got a little nervous. <laughs> a little L'Oreal. It sounded like a massage. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Jer- definitely Jergens. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> oh, so yeah, NBA. Well, you know what's crazy about the high? <laughs> you know what's crazy about the high scoring? Way to pull yourself games. right back into it. <laughs> what's what's crazy? What's crazy about? <laughs> In the '80s, there was a lot of high scoring games. Like, if you go back and look at some of the Lakers and Celtics games, mm-hmm. there was a lot like, of high-scoring games. And, and like obviously, it, there weren't as many three-point shots back then. It was, like, in the 130s or something? Like, 120s Yeah, and 30s? there was some. I, let me look up, like, 19 in the 80s, like, those Lakers-Celtics series. Let me see, like, 1984 NBA Finals. I think they – Oh, right they, here. I mean, look at this. Like, game – I, I Game one didn't pop up for some reason, but game two, 124, 121. High All score. Right. Game All three, right. 137 to 104. Okay. All so right. there was a lot, there was scoring back then in the 80s, like the Showtime yeah. Lakers and sure. And obviously the Bird Celtics, McHale and all them. So maybe they made rules in the 90s to kind of, to kind of curb that, you think? I don't know. Like, nerd- I, mean, some, I mean, they moved the three point, three pointer back at some point. Yeah. Um, I don't know when that. See, that's the one thing. Like sometimes, like I see, like Westbrook at the ball, he takes like three dribbles. He's in the he's in the fucking lane. <laughs> like I just feel like they should be able to put a hand on him somehow. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like it almost seems too easy. There's one move I've seen a couple times uh, that I just I could I can't put it in the context with you know basketball twenty years ago. It's like a guy will get in the lane and the defensive player will get behind him. So the guy dribbling the ball put his ass out, mm-hmm. keep keep the guy behind him, and he's got like maybe a defender kind of off him in front of him between him and the hoop, 
but not you know not going after the ball. So he's keeping the his defender behind him with his ass, dribbling in front of him like I'm talking about like in the lane basically, like top of the lane. I got, I can't picture that ever happening. It's just a weird move. Maybe I'm not remembering. Maybe I'm just like I caught it a couple times and threw me off. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like something that you wouldn't be able to do if a guy could put his hands on you. Like getting in front of the guy, stopping and keeping him behind you, like with your ass. Like, that, like how that guy doesn't kind of you know swim around him, like uh, like a defensive lineman or something is is weird to me. I don't know. I don't know if I really described it well. I don't really describe that well at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually looking at the game three box score from '84. You want to you want to take a crack at how many? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> you want to take a crack at how many threes the Lakers made to drop 137 points? Let's see who was a three point shooter on that team. Byron Scott. Byron Scott was on the team. Played 10 uh, minutes in the game. Who else? Michael? Would Michael Cooper make like one? Michael three? Cooper was on the team and he attempted a three. Did he make it? He did not. All right, over one from three. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to say it's they made six three point four three pointers. They made zero three pointers. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I went back out of I, out of one attempt, which was Michael Cooper. So you did nail the attempt. <laughs> okay, that's good. Michael Jeez. Cooper was 0 for 1, and the team was 0 for 1, and they dropped 137 points. Who's who are who are the high scores? Uh, very balanced actually. Kareem was the leading scorer with twenty four, mm. and then you had Bob wow. McAdoo with twenty one off the bench. Bob McAdoo, jeez. Uh, and then Michael Cooper and Kurt Rambis had seventeen. Magic had fourteen. Kurt uh, Rambis, Kurt Rambis can't be dropping seventeen. Yeah, I'm not sure. Great. I'm not sure Kurt Rambis could drop seven. Like he, he compared the errors and stuff. I'm not sure Kurt Rambis can drop seventeen. If you transported him from that time till now, he was he was seven of seven from the field too. Always <laughs> is wide open. <laughs> yeah, three of five from the free throw line though. Come on, a lot of free Kurt. throws, a lot of free throws. Thirty-one for forty-four from the line. The Lakers were Celtics were twenty-two of thirty-one. We I would score. Hack, go ahead. I would, hack, I would hack Kurt Rambis every time. There's no way you're gonna fucking score. Kurt, he'd my fight team. you, man. Didn't he? That's uh, fine. Didn't he yeah. almost murder Rudy Tomjanovich? Oh. Uh, yeah, was that him? Did he fight Parrish? I don't know. There's a lot of everybody fought back then. Was, yeah, he was like the goon. And Rudy was on the who was Rudy on the Rockets? It seems like he was, but I don't know if I'm just putting him on the Rockets because he coached the Rockets. Yeah, I know that's the problem. Kurt Rambis fight. I he almost ended. Uh, he almost ended Rudy Tomjanovich's life. I think it ended his oh, career. Cold cocked him from behind, right? Yeah, it was a it was a cheap shot. Oh yeah, total cheap shot, and it wound up too. It wasn't like a jab; it was a haymaker. Yeah, he also fought Mikhail. Oh, Mikhail, maybe. Yeah, I thought Perry. Yeah, I got I got to look that up. Maybe it wasn't. I don't want to uh, slander Kurt Rambis's name. Slander? I've been slandering him for the past five minutes. He was actually the Lakers coach for a second, right? Oh, was it Kermit Washington? No, he he coached the the L.A. Sparks, I think. Not the, not the Lakers. <laughs> he never got to the Lakers? I don't think so. Uh, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he coached the Sparks. Just like Rick Mahorn coached uh, whatever the uh, Detroit WNBA team is. The Detroit, yeah, he did. He did uh, didn't Lambert, Lambert also coach the Detroit team, didn't he? 
Oh, I, I don't know. Did he? I don't know. Those two guys. That, well, actually, I'm Der- not sure. Derek Fisher actually went from the uh, went from the Knicks to the L.A. Sparks, I believe. Wow. We always people always ask if uh, like Gina Oriema. Oh, Dame just pulled up from half court. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> I gotta put that on. Dallas is up two one against Calgary. I'm bad luck in this game. He just he just like took a dribble over half court and drained it from three, like to answer Joe Harris three. Yeah, right in front of the NBA logo. That was a bomb. Oh wow! He just po- wow. Yeah, yeah. So so it, so it was, it was in Kermit Washington that punched Rudy Tomjanovich in the okay. face. All right, sorry, Kurt Rambis. Yeah, sorry, Kurt. Now Kurt Rambis did some dirty shit though. Yeah, he wasn't. He's not innocent in all this. Not at all. No. Um. And I think that may have ended his career. I mean, Rudy. I think it like caved in his eye or something. Yeah, he was all fucked up yeah. from it. All right. Yeah. So you uh, are you excited at all for, for this weekend? It's uh, we got your kind of fugazi bachelor party coming up. Yeah. It's not really. It's not. We're you know. It's not going to be exactly what we had hoped for. You know, I was supposed to be going up to Saratoga. Nice weekend with the boys. Win a bunch of money betting the horses. You know go out for steaks or something and who knows, you know, kind of just general debauchery around Saratoga. Obviously that's out of the, out of the, uh, out of our options. So we're doing a little, uh, brewery crawl or something. I don't know what you want to call it this weekend. Are you excited or like, are you Fugazi excited? He's kind of going through uh, the motions. I mean, no, I'm, ex- I'm legit excited because you got to make the best of, uh, you know, life hands you what lemons you do something with them. I don't know. Yeah, you squeeze them into vodka. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, you, you inject a vodka into them. Yeah, life um, gives you lemons. You do uh, lemon drops. What are those called? <laughs> you make those me, life hands you lemons. You make lemoncello. I think that's there. The you one. go. That's it. That's, that's, that's a what, gui- that's, that's a Guido. Yeah, it's much better. Yeah, I'm sure we could probably sell like a bumper sticker and sell it on like Arthur Avenue. That's yeah. A good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta write that. I'm gonna forget it in five minutes. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm legit excited because you, you just got to roll with the punches. And obviously, Saratoga, we knew kind of early on we weren't going to be able to do that. Uh, so, you know, just do what you can. Breweries around here, two roads. I think Dockside, people are going to really like Dockside. That's, that's the big one. Not, maybe not so much the beer because I don't know. When I went, it was all IPAs. Uh, hopefully, they have some other decent ones. Uh, but that's that one. That's the one that's right, like on the beach, on the water. Yeah, I think people will really like that one. And then we'll see what we do for dinner. We'll, we'll figure it out. You know, make the best of it. Um, I really do like this Pilsner. I don't know Renaissance that the brewers are having. Yeah, because like the IPAs, like I was just kind of along for the ride. I never really loved. Them. There's a couple like I really yeah. do like, but I, I, I I'm not somebody who just have an IPA and like. Like, yeah, that was pretty good. Give me another one. I, you know, you give me any kind of beer usually, and it's like, yeah, just whatever. I don't really care. Like, I don't, even the beers I really don't like, if, if I'm at a party and it's like, they're for some reason there's Miller Lights or something, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, just keep them coming. But if it's, you know, the IPAs, it's like, yeah, at some point I need to take a break from them. Mm-hmm. So I, I really appreciate the Pilsner, uh, I don't know, comeback that, that some of these brewers are having. Uh, that being said, doesn't you say Dockside has, that you could order off off the uh, brewery menu, right? You could get like a regular beer. <laughs> like a real... uh, yeah, but you can't. It's not regular in terms of like Budweiser or Miller. It's but, not like that. But they have other craft beers from other breweries. 
Oh, I thought you could get like Allagash White or something. Oh, no, you can get Allagash, but I consider that like a uh, brewery beer, you know? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Right. Uh, They have one beer that I was looking to try called a uh, Milford Rising. It's a blonde ale, dry hop blonde ale, whatever that means. Nope. I was looking. They didn't have that last time I was there. And they have a, they have, they do have an Italian style pilsner called Fredo. With two uh, D's. Uh, don't, why would you call anything Fredo? It means chill in Italian. I don't care. <laughs> well, the, the implication is that you're an idiot. True. That's fair. I yeah, guess. I mean, like, you don't name your kid Adolf for certain reasons now. Don't name, don't name your beer Fredo for, the, for certain reasons. You're not, not taking the name back. Are you going no. to yell at the wait staff and tell them that it's in a slur that they named the beer Fredo? <laughs> Is this the first brewery or the second brewery? It's the second one. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> they, have, they have an El Capitan. It's a Mexican lager. I'll do that one, man. Yeah. They you have a the Mexican fr- lager down the street at the Stony Creek one that isn't that good. I might, I might, it might be like if they offer me the Fredo, I might be like, I can handle things. I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might go that route. I don't know if you I should. And so the waitress <laughs> could just stare at you blankly and go, what the fuck is No, nah, he's like, there we go. Got another, another dumb guinea from, from Connecticut. He wants to quote the Godfather. I get well, it. Well, just Fredo leave you hanging Godfather. too. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what this guy's doing. Some impression. Yeah, no, <laughs> hey, he showed he showed it wasn't the last one how many how many people were expecting uh, 11 I believe it is alright the dirty including the dirty me 11. Yeah, including me yeah. the, the dirty almost dozen yeah and if we end up at the uh, I don't know how many breweries was mentioned by Mike Casino but if we if we end up at one of the breweries it's right next to where our friend Sarah works so maybe he can make a quick appearance Oh, nice dozen. I right, we get that baker's dozen. In there. Yeah, right. probably not, but it'll be eleven on the. It'll be eleven on the school bus. <laughs> the wheels on the, on the bus. On the short bus. <laughs> well, yes, that's 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 fitting. And Portland's got the lead. <laughs> that was yeah. Um, yeah, eleven's a good number. It's a good. How many people were supposed to go to Saratoga? Do you, remember, do you have any idea? I think only one person dropped out. Are you serious? Oh, it's supposed to be a legit dozen going to Saratoga, and you got almost everybody to come out to this little thing? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Nice. I did not expect – yeah, I didn't expect that, but uh, got uh, almost everybody. The only only casualty was Kalo, who will obviously be missed. Hang out while I get my – yeah, it's it's like a punching bag. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) It's like hang out while I get my tissues. (laughs) Shedding a single tear for Kalo. Yeah, so that's it. It'll be uh, it'll be eleven, and it's basically I don't know. There, apparently, there's reservations made at a couple of these places. I don't know what the rules are now. Yeah, that that's yeah, that's accurate. We have reservations at the first two, and then like whatever the third one's going to be, they don't take reservations. We're going to kind of figure out one out on the fly. <laughs> yeah, and, and then dinner go. is also on the fly. Also on the fly. Yeah. Sorry, right. I like yeah. a, I like a little, I like a little bit of that, you know. Yeah, I don't want I, everything planned too much. I was, t- I texted the casino today asking him, you know, what he needed from me and stuff, and uh, I, and I, he said, well, I need, I need to have some smart people in on these, you know, because couple issues, not issues, but just decisions on the day. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out for these three things, 
So I don't know if he was asking me to like find the smart person for him. I think so. Was, so, so or, it sounds like. Yeah, it wasn't really a ringing endorsement, right? It sounded like he was wanting me to like scout out somebody to help him out. I don't know. It didn't sound like he needed me. But uh, so yeah, that's that, that. That was basically it. That's what we we're going to be doing uh, for that third brewery and then dinner and then you know what if there's any kind of after. I don't know, after yeah, I don't know about that. I, I have I, that's you really like to play that by ear because I have no idea what the rules on the, are on the fly. Yeah, no, we got it's gonna be yeah, there's gonna be a couple on the fly, and I will be good. It's gonna be good to go. Someone's so, gonna get lost. You know that always happens. Is it? Do you have anybody? The only only one person come from out of town, or you have multiple people come from out of town? No, there's two. There's uh two people coming from out of town. Oh, okay. You got the Greek, and who's the second one? Straight straight out of Long Island. Dance. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I even texted uh, him. I even texted him when this was being put together. Like, yeah, Saratoga's off. You know, no, like we're going to do like a makeshift thing on the fly. No pressure. And he just texted me right back. He was like, I'm in. Wow. I mean, what's he, what's he got going on? Let's be honest. He was waiting. He was waiting for it. He, he, was, for he was. He was waiting for the text. Yeah. No, there's no like, uh, I don't know how to put this. There's no like adults coming. It's just gonna be us. Yeah, no I mean, adults. I mean, we're technically adults, but I mean, there's you know the level of adulthood. It's a technicality. There's still, yeah, there's still people above us that we, that are adults. So wow, nobody's gonna come. Nobody's making a brewery appearance. Somebody's gonna make an appearance. Yeah, somebody. I'm sure. So I don't know. We'll see. All right. Good. Right. Or bad. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. So, yeah, I have no right. idea. Um. But yeah, you know, a few breweries, few few beers, few laughs. Yeah, good wholesome fun. <laughs> Be very wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, before we got on this, I was having an argument. Mm-hmm. Well, not well, it wasn't an argument. We were having a discussion about uh, Harvey Keitel's best movie. Okay. And then we got into an argument about Mean Streets because I'm Mean Street. I love Mean Streets, and the, the person. That I got into uh, the argument with, not a Mean Streets fan. Um, so, uh, I guess I'm asking you first: what you, what do you think is Kaitel's best performance? Is it Reservoir Dogs, Mean Streets, Bad Lieutenant, uh, Copland, <laughs> uh, Taxi Driver, um, or something else? I forgot to mention. I, I would make the argument, uh, Bad Lieutenant. Yeah, Bad Lieutenant's great. Yeah, that guy I mentioned. We, I, I, we, I, we had votes for Reservoir Dogs, and uh, me, mine was Mean Streets. I just I love Mean Streets, and that's how we got into. My friend just hates just hates Mean Streets. Just Why? He, sees, he just sees it as like basically Scorsese, um, trying to make Goodfellas before he knew how to make Goodfellas, basically. Mm. I look, like at, I, I look at Mean Streets as Scorsese making Goodfellas before he had the means to make Goodfellas. Uh, see, I don't think it's anything like Goodfellas. It's, I mean, I know it's like the same world. Well, no, obviously it's not Goodfellas, but it's just it's like a very, very lower level of Goodfellas. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, but to me, it's it's like more personal than Goodfellas. Goodfellas is a is a great story and a great movie. But I feel like Mean Streets is more like a personal movie, and it's like it centers around Kaitel and De Niro and their friend, the friendship, and it's like a little deeper. Like Kaitel's character is pretty deep. It's almost like an art house type film. 
yeah. compared to Goodfellas, or Goodfellas is a fucking blockbuster. I mean, it's phenomenal. Yeah, no, it's, my favorite, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. It's my favorite movie. I'm not. You're not gonna. Make, it's just weird to argue like Mishri's against Goodfellas because Goodfellas is my favorite movie. So it's mm-hmm. just weird to kind of do. So I'm not gonna badmouth Goodfellas, but to come, I, I think comparing the two of them is almost unfair. I mean, they they fit they fit in like the Scorsese lineage and like Mean Streets to Goodfellas to Casino to The Irishman. I mean, I could talk about that kind of connection all day. I'm not going to do that here for the mm-hmm. shit out of everybody, but I could. I could if, you, if you're bored on Saturday, come to me. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, ah, shit, see? I bored myself. I can't remember what the fuck I was saying. But it's just, but, it's, the, but to me, yeah, the, the, the world, while it's similar, it's, uh, it's just a little bit, I mean, that, that, how he goes about it and the characters in it are so, so different. And how he... Uh, develops the characters. It's so different. Like Goodfellas, you, you just jump right in. You're in it, and yeah. like, there's and I mean he develops the characters, right? You get to know the characters, but it's almost like you get to know them. Like you're the one doing coke, right? It's just like yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from from the get go, it's a fucking drug. Mean Streets kind of takes his time a little bit more. You see some of the uh, uh, I don't know, like the more nitty gritty of their actual life, not just nitty gritty of like the life, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, but to me, I mean, it's a '70s like art house type movie. It's it's a gritty '70s independent type movie where Goodfellas is flashier and bigger than Mean Streets could ever have dreamed of being. Right? Oh yeah, of course. But I mean, but he did learn a lot of things from that time that he incorporated into Goodfellas, and he used and everything you know up until The Irishman. I mean, he used he used some of that shit in like like documentaries he's done, you know, and how he made the movies and stuff. So I mean, it, it's. It's part of a career, basically, you know. Yeah, but but I don't think it's. I don't. He he was basically dismissing it as like him, like making a student film. I know it's not a fucking student film. No, uh, that, no, that, it's no. better than that. I, yeah. I, I I like Mean Streets. I've never. Um, well, for I, it's one of those movies that I've seen a few times. Not not really a movie that I can quote. I don't know why mm-hmm. I, I've seen it a few times, but not you know not on the level of Goodfellas. You know, sure. Raging Bull, the other Scorsese movies, um, but no, I, I give it more respect than you know that. Um, yeah. The only reason I would say Bad Lieutenant is his best overall performance is because he has to actually carry that movie, whereas his other great performances, like you mentioned, Reservoir Dogs, uh, mm-hmm. Taxi Driver is another one. He plays a little role in that one. He plays the pimp, I believe. Yeah, it's, it's another small one. Role. Yeah, you know, Pulp Fiction. Role. He has the little cameo at the end. Uh, yeah. what else? Dust till dawn. I, I love him in from dust till dawn. Which is yeah, completely against you know his usual kind of character in dust till dawn. Yeah, he's like a religious like this, preacher. Yeah, yeah quiet. But, yeah, v- you know, very mild mannered. I don't even yeah. think he drinks in the in the bar. Um, oh, he does do a shot though. Oh, he does drink. Okay. At some point, don't they make him? I think like Clooney puts a gun on him, makes him drink or something like know. that. If I put the movie on at that point, at any time, I'm just gearing up for Salma Hayek scenes. I'm not paying attention <sighs> to anything. Yeah, that's going on. I think I've only watched that movie after midnight. It's just one of those movies. It's per- it's like perfect, like, and not just because it's Salma Hayek. Well, yeah, part yeah, of it's Salma Hayek. Definitely part of it. But I think it's like one of those only movies that I've only seen. Like, okay, so I'll start at eleven forty-five on whatever uh, Showtime. Yeah, all right, let's let's do this and watch. But it's yeah, it's it's a weird movie. It's a dirty movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like the Tarantino character is like a filth ball. Yeah. 
Um, I think it implies that he's like a you know a sex offender. I'm sure he's a sex offender and a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And in the movie, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Pot? Who knows? Nothing's come out yet. Yeah. He hasn't been meetooed yet, so we don't amazingly, know. he has not. Uh, yeah, but no. The only yeah. reason I would say Bad Lieutenant is because he has to actually carry that movie. It's his movie. Yeah, it yeah. is. And uh, him, him, and Chris Mad Dog Russo. That's yeah. Russo, the co-starring nod, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and in that series, in that uh, movie, actually, the Mets come back from three zero against the Dodgers. It's an underrated oh. part of the movie. Wow, yeah, first team ever do it. Only team, only team ever do it. Only team in my mind, yeah. Yeah. NLCS <laughs> in nineteen, I'll say ninety. I, I think Strawberry is on the. Dodgers at the time, so it's after Strawberry. Oh, I, think it's, I think it's I thought Strawberry was on the drugs at the time. He was he was on something at the time, yeah, for sure. And, and the thing that puts uh, the lieutenant Harvey Keitel in a bad way is he keeps betting on the Dodgers. Yeah, betting against the Mets. Yeah, right. Which obviously gets him you know whacked at the ends. No a real, spoiler. Sorry, in a, re- in a real bad way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that would be my Harvey Keitel answer. Yeah. It's a long answer. I just watched um, a movie with Peter Falk in it from '76. Mm-hmm. It's Peter Falk and uh, John Cassavetes. It's called uh, Mikey and Nikki, and uh, basically, like Cassavetes' character uh, stole something from some mob boss. And they killed the guy who helped him steal it, so he knows he's being hunted, basically. Uh huh. And Falk is his buddy, and it's kind of like, oh, is he there to help him? Is he there to set him up? And there's like, and it kind of goes from there. Oh, okay. I actually just looked it up. I have that on uh, some app on my computer. Nice. Not computer on a cable or whatever. Yeah, Tubi. Oh, Tubi. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I I love this kind of movies. Like it's very it's like I said seventies. This is like our true gritty independent one. Like it's basically just two guys. Just, I mean, there's a couple scenes with other people in it and shit. But it's uh, yeah, I like this. It's, it's my kind of movie though from like that era. Okay. I'm not sure I'd recommend because not not really kind of shares that same taste. Right, yeah, I actually have uh, the Las Vegas story on my uh, DVR. It was on oh, TMC. Oh, that's right. It was on like four o'clock in the morning a couple weeks. I ago. did. I, I made a sure. I made a point to uh, DVR. Shit. I so I got. I got to get around to it. I haven't been able to watch it yet. Man, I remember back in the day when there was no sports, we had to do those movie shows all the time. Yeah, right. Uh, it feels uh, like. I got it queued up for when uh, when the next shutdown is. Las Vegas story. I'll get oh, around to it at some point. Yeah, I can't. I'd say I was kind of dying to watch a movie, and now I completely forgot about it. <laughs> um, oh. All right, cool. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a good, it's a good. One. If you like, if if you haven't seen much of Falk, I just like anytime certain guys like you, like I love Peter Falk, but I don't know mm-hmm. why because I never really saw him in anything. Well, I used to watch Columbo a little bit. It used to be on, uh, trying to think what channel it was on back in the day. Was it Lifetime? No, I don't know if it was Lifetime. It was on one channel back in the day. What, was, what channel was Unsolved Mysteries on? 
That was on Lifetime for a bit. Was it? Maybe it was yeah. Lifetime then. Because I used um, to watch. Um, I used to I used to watch Columbo a little bit. Columbo's a good show. Yeah, he's always, yeah he's always kind of lurking around with his cigar in his mouth. Mm-hmm. There's always like some rich broad, like her husband died, but the rich broad did it. Yep, and he's and but she's all playing the innocent one. And he's got to nail her. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah, no, I like Falk. Yeah, he's good. But I can't think of any movie. I mean, other than this and and Made. Made, right? Uh, I can't think of anything. I, uh, he's in a bunch of Cassavetes movies that I have never seen. Um, but I mean, there's nothing. I can't. You just going through his. Oh, the player. You ever seen the player? No. It's an, it's pretty good. It's uh, Tim Robbins plays like a wannabe agent or is an agent, and Falk plays himself. I mean, everybody everybody plays himself in the movie, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, all like the big names play themselves. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so I don't even remember him in that. Uh, yeah, it'd been around uh, a yeah. while. I mean, it started nothing sure, though. In the fifties. I can't think of anything. I did, but it's hard to hard to not be able to picture that guy. There's eye all over the place. Yeah, like I said, that <laughs> cigar hanging out of his mouth. It's one of the all timers. But for what reason? Why do I like him? I mean, might, maybe it's Colombo because he was on Colombo. It's, it's for definitely like 40, Columbo. He was just on Colombo for like forty years, and as he was, and, and he did other movies as he was going along. Yeah, it's definitely Colombo because he was. Yeah, I mean that show lasted forever. How long? How long did Columbo last? Because that was a long-running show, man. Yeah, through the seventies, I would say. Col- through the seventies, Columbo TV yeah. series. Wait a second, this doesn't make any sense. Okay, so I guess it kind of made a co- couple comebacks. But this is nineteen seventy-one. Yeah, to that to two thousand and three. Oh, I think it came back for a uh, like a little run at the end when he was older. Yeah, it looks like it ran seventy one to seventy eight, and then eighty nine to ninety eight, and then back again in two thousand, and back again in oh three. Ah, this is some great titles here: Sex and the Married Detective, mm-hmm. Agenda for Murder. <laughs> Columbo likes the nightlife. Columbo, murder can be or caution, murder can be hazardous to your health. Great, great. <laughs> just, stuff. just one more thing. That was that was his yeah. uh, catchphrase. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's pretty good. Mm. That's why he knew you had him. That's what you waited for in all the episodes. He would nail him. Yep. That's why he knew the, the jig was up. <laughs> exactly. It's like Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> Only yeah, Scooby Doo was a rip off on Columbo. <laughs> Let's see, Oliver taking us to the rack. Oh, yeah, it's gonna a, be a uh, it's gonna be a wild Nets, finish here. Nets down one. Portland ball. Carmelo. Thirty seven seconds. Nope. Oh, you got a, you got a second you got a second on me. I, I do have a second on you. Nets have the ball with a chance to win it here. Ah shit! Well, don't give it away. I won't. No, I won't give it away. I'll let you. Car- uh, Carmelo, nope. No, Carmelo did not make it. 
I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you take in the ending here. Oh man, no, let's slow it up. I mean, you. I don't know. You had no reaction. That makes you feel like they lost. There was no no break in your voice. No nothing. No. <laughs> Uh, I thought you saw. Now it makes now now I feel like you're you're laughing. You got me. Oh, step back, Levert. Ah, oh. and it's gonna be Portland, Portland, oh, Memphis. Yeah, yeah. Made right, Portland well, work for it at least. But uh, good. it looks yeah, like, like it that. is going yeah. to be Portland versus Memphis. Uh, so what Saturday happens, night. So Portland now has uh, four. Portland has one more win than the Grizzlies, but equal amount of losses. Right. Portland's the so, eight seed. Memphis is the nine seed. That's how it works. All right. That's the way I at least take it. I don't know. Don't quote me that, on it, but that. Wow. So that one more. I mean, they should just get it because they're working the bubble. It was a lot more impressive than Grizzlies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that's weird. Though. Yeah, that's weird. They, they played one more game, and that's kind of what got them that eight seed. I guess so. Yeah, overall they did play the one more game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Portland. Uh, yeah, now let's go Portland. Fuck up the Grizzlies, please. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to see Memphis against the Lakers. Uh, no, no, yeah, that's. And if, if Portland, I don't know if Portland loses two games to the Grizzlies, they don't deserve it. But I don't think they will. No, they'll just bag it on the dismantle. You would think so, and that for you think one and done, no, no game on Sunday. I would, uh, yeah, I would guess. Yeah. If I had a, if I had to put money on it, <laughs> or if you had to put money on yeah, it. Yeah, I would think. No, I would think Portland take cares, uh, takes care of them uh, in that first game. So that's it for go. the. Uh, well, actually, the no, there are, there are technically there are games tomorrow, but they don't mean anything. Because there's no reason to pay attention to them. And we and we will not. No, we will not. Uh, looks like they already. Did they already? Um, I saw the Nets were starting three thirty on Monday. Did they already announce the schedule for the first round of some games? I didn't see. I did not see. Let me see if they already. Uh, let's see if they already did that Monday. Oh, they did already. So that it looks like it's going to be Nets Raptors four o'clock Monday. All right, it's rock. I'm and home then, next week, so let's go. And then the Jazz Nuggets will kick it off one thirty on Monday. So it looks like there'll right. be four games. Sixers, Celtics, six thirty. Mavs, Clippers at nine o'clock. So it'll be four games a day. Uh, at least that's the way it looks. Yeah, four games. All right, so there we go. Nets Raptors one thirty on Wednesday the nineteenth. So I'm sure the Nets will be playing a lot of day games in the uh, first round. 21st, they play 130. All right, so, yeah, so the schedule already came out. I did not realize that. I just saw that. So there we go. All right. Um, I just talk a little fantasy baseball real quick. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to there, – there's some fucking terrible team names this year. I'm just pointing with everybody's team names. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's exempt. Mm-hmm. Um, from my hatred. What what do you think? And you're not excluded from that either. I don't, I'm not a big fan of yours. I think mine's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's more creative than some. Mm-hmm. But it's not, you're not your best work. <laughs> um, obviously, the worst are Kyle's team 
and Jeff's team, when you just fucking use your first name, is like go with the default, mm-hmm. the worst possible names. Right? Yeah, that's, no, saying. it's not good, yeah. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm, what's, okay. I'm going to say there's a next tier of bad. Uh, let's see. Let's see, still stealing signs. Nice alliteration. There's a couple of alliteration teams. Latte Larry's. I don't like either of those. Still stealing signs. Eh. eh well, you know, not at uh, the Astros. And Latte Larry's doesn't tie in. Does, this, does he even have a Larry on his team? I mean, Chipper Jones retired, so I would say no. No, that's not Larry. Know. It's not Larry Hendricks. It's Liam Hendricks, right? That L is for... <laughs> That is yeah, for Liam, so, no. yeah. Yeah, uh, and fighting Fauci's, I don't like any of those. Fighting Fauci's. Let me tell you something about fighting Fauci's. Yeah, please. Fighting Fauci's offered me. Oh, um, God. He offered me Eddie Rosario for Chris Paddock, who Chris Paddock got lit up today. Yeah, but, I mean, the stu- fact that my pitching stinks. And for some, he would offer me an outfielder for a pitcher. It makes me th- it makes me almost insulted that he thinks I'm an idiot. Don't be insulted by an idiot's offer. He doesn't think he's he. I don't think he thinks you're an idiot. I think he's an idiot. <laughs> I think. He, he, I mean, like it doesn't make any sense because you don't have any need for an outfielder. I'm just looking at your team right now. No Trout, need for an outfielder. Harp, Trout Harper Myers. Uh, you have no idea. You have no. no and I have Eli and Eloy Jimenez, Jimenez, Luis yeah. Robert. Yeah, the, the yeah, last thing I need is an outfielder. Yeah, that's just you got to look at. You can't just throw out. Please check check the team's needs that you're going for. So yeah, so fighting Fauci's even takes a, a hit, goes beyond that, be, you know, for being a bad. So he's like a level below this level. So there's a there's bad, or like the worst. I never responded to his trade offer. So if he's listening right now, the answer is no. I'm sorry. The answer is no. Big, big no. And I'm big, not going to respond no. by declining your trade offer. I'm just going to let it sit there. Well, no, because tomorrow Paddock might get Tommy John surgery. You know, he could play blow his arm out and need Tommy John surgery. Oh, good point. Yeah, I always keep him up in case. Yeah, just in I case. Always, I always keep him up for the worst. And I just want to, as soon as I hear it, I'll go and hit accept. I'm like, oh, fuck it. Now I got. <laughs> I got somebody, and you. Good luck. You keep him for the next two years if you want. Yeah, the way Paddock pitched tonight, I wouldn't put it past the fact that he needs surgery tomorrow. So, we'll yeah, which was which is better than Eddie Rosario, but hey, you know, you take what you can get when mm-hmm. you screw when you screw over, you know, somebody in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, the next tier, let's see, Mocha Joe Girardi, pretty good. Mocha Joe Girardi, pretty Mocha good. Mocha Joe, yep. Yeah, yours is PK Refugee. I don't know. It's you know pretty straightforward. Yeah, you're like a step above. The uh, Latte Larrys, and you're may, not even that far of a step above Latte Larrys and Stealing Signs, no. And Fighting Pouches, you're on the same level name wise. It's okay, I get it, I get it. But I'm trying to move. <laughs> I'm trying to try and move past that. League. Well, we are. This is this is the this is the uh, closure on the league. I'm, all right, I like Mocha Joe Girardi, and I'll tell you why I like Coltrane. Because mm-hmm. you know it's a play on Soul Train, right? Right. Who, I don't even know if he knows that, but the fact that you know there's like the youngest person in the league going back to the '70s, I respect that. I like that. Okay. Um, and I'm not gonna mind whatever. I don't care. It's not for me to decide about my own team name. So I just yeah, I'm disappointed with the team names this year. I can't. Uh, you know, I hope if if you're still listening, 
at this point and you're not one of our friends, sorry for the fucking discussion. This is not for you to, I mean, you can listen to it, but it's not aimed at you. I would, I would expect you to hang up on the call <laughs> if that's what you're listening to. But it's Probably not happy right now. Yeah, I don't know what you're hanging on for. Though. There's no big finish coming. <laughs> no, it's as good as it's going to get. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's it. That's my, my team name uh, breakdown for the league right now. I'm not happy. All right. You heard it here first right here on Sunday Poor. Not happy with the team names. I was just looking at my team. I had seven runs, five dingers, and nine RBIs tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I gained like no ground. And I was wondering, I I got a bunch of points, but I figured I'd do a little better than that. Then I looked at my pitcher, two innings and a forty point five oh ERA. So that's gonna do it. Pitching fucking stinks. I'm sick of pitching. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's it's fucking it's terrible. Not, it's not great. It's not great, and uh, yeah, somehow. Oh, my ER is not – yeah, it's not good. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. You got anything else that you want to uh, touch on before we hit the road? No, nope, that's it. I'm just uh, sitting here watching the Flames game, hoping – It'll be a winning sport. night for the su- for uh, Sunday poor if we could uh, get the Flames to win this game. And if Let's not, go. it'll be a losing night, so we'll just ignore it. Pretend it never happened. Yeah. Stay hot hot tomorrow. Or get hot again tomorrow. Exactly. So with that said, uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you. Peace. Man, we got you on a nice... On the uh, at the uh, tail end of a day drinking excursion, sure, yeah, pretty good, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> what was that place, Costello? It was like a little crab shack. That, I don't know if you mentioned it. it. Was like a little crab shack or something, fried fish, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, fucking ESPN again. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, like fried food. You can get a lobster there, I think, but um, yeah, like fried. Fried food, mostly. Yeah. Stuff like that. I gotcha. All right. Yeah, you order. You can go up to the window and order, and uh, they bring it out to you when it's ready. Mm-hmm. BYOB. When we caught a break because the weather was, wasn't great, so I think under normal circumstances it would have been packed, but it wasn't too bad. I would recommend it though. I, I the place Abbott's is like very well well known. I think it still mm-hmm. isn't. I would recommend going down there. Because you lost my fucking carpet cleaning band, and I don't like you, you cocksucker. <laughs> is this a cameo? No, yeah, it was Falcon made. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> was, did you hear it? It wasn't loud as I was hoping it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, I did hear it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> No, it wasn't a cameo, though. No, Peter Falk is dead. There's no cameos. <laughs> and he never would. I, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, um, yeah. So, but it's the funny thing about that movie, Mikey and Nikki. Uh-huh. It's written and directed by a woman, right? 1976. Uh-huh. 
And she was the third woman. I think I read this right. She was the third woman in the sound era to direct a movie. In the seven, it's the seventies. Right. It's crazy to me. She I mean, was the what? She was the third woman to direct, and she's only directed like two movies, and this is the first one. But she was only the third woman to direct a sound a movie with sound, right? You know, voice. Women were only. Women were only allowed to uh, direct movies that didn't have sound. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like in the sound era, like. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay, okay. Yeah. No. I was like, wait, what? No, you can you can direct this movie. You can direct this movie, but you're gonna have to, you have to, you know, no dialogue, no music, or nothing. The only Basically. famous woman, the only, the only famous woman director I know is Catherine Bigelow, and she did hurt. She did Hurt Locker. Oh right, she, right, and she right. She did Point Break. There you go. Two big ones. Yeah, I don't know what any about other famous. Uh, uh... Well, there's one that. that uh, she did Juno, right? And she wanted. She's she? Like a, she was like she was a stripper, and then she wrote this movie. I think she directed it too. She's in a couple movies. Juno, Juno, Ellen Page. No, she was the she was the actress in it. Oh, uh, I never saw it. I mean, yeah, I never saw it either. Who was the director of that movie? I have no idea. Let's see, the first woman, can I care to see now? First woman director. Alice Guy Blaché. Or Alice Guy Blaché. Oh, okay. Uh, she made more than a thousand films. She was not only credited as the first female film director, but the first person in the world. In 1896, to make a narrative film titled "The King." Okay, so this is not this is not the person we're talking about. (laughs) No. Yeah, see, this is—I don't think that's that. Maybe I must have read that wrong. Because there's, unless it's like an English, like an American films. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a bunch of French ones here. Even still, it looks like a short list. Let me know, let me know if you could hear this. Okay. <laughs> you mean... I'll take the copy time. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, see, this list of all the women directors doesn't even have this woman director uh, from this movie, so I don't get it. Mm. Oh, whatever. All right. Women, it's, let's just agree that women probably got fucked over a lot of times yeah. in, 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 in Hollywood up to and including, you know, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, man, all right. I got a lot of those movies, man. There was a sale on the Criterion Collection, uh-huh. and of course, and of course, like this one, of course, like I got HBO Max for free through work. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's fucking. I could, I bought it, and the next day, I got it. HBO Max, 
And it, uh, it was like, yeah, you get this is on HBO Max now. They have a bunch of these kind of old Criterion movies. Mm-hmm. So I got a bunch of these movies. I'm docking, ready to go. Oh, nice. Could be. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if you would like them. <laughs> but no, it's possible. It's not really. It's not for everybody, but uh, shit. All right. All right. All right. Well, good luck in that flames. You put, you put anything for real on it or no? No. Going for, for pride. No, I think I they'll, they'll come back. I think make it a, make it a all game right. at the very least. You got to make us look good, man. And so you're like, that's all right, I care yeah, about, We can't. Yeah. We can't. We can't make ourselves look good with you know just the show. So. Right, yeah. We're going to have to do better than so, eight shots on goal halfway through the second period, so let's go. Hey, work for the Islanders yesterday. Oh, perfectly. Penalty coming had, up, so let's go. Had, like, no shots on goal early on and then went down 2 nothing. and all of a sudden yeah. <laughs> fucking couldn't stop him. Yep. I didn't watch any of that. I was just following my phone. Were they just beating the shit out of the Caps? As a, as uh, a game I don't know. I only saw the last period, maybe a little bit of the second period, so I can't. I can't even say it. I just I just heard early on it was like penalty after penalty. Yeah, it penalty. was it was very chippy at the beginning, I think. Yeah. But I think it sounded like they were just it was like a message job. Yeah, no, it was yeah, it was definitely uh definitely a little bit of that. Good. Send a message I fucking scare the shit out of them. <laughs> and some one of their big guys is out, uh the concussion protocol. Oh really? I don't know who it was. Yeah, I forget who it was. Backstrom? Oh, Backstrom. Okay. Yeah, I think that Nick Backstrom's out, yeah. So, fuck him. Oh, one last thing. Uh-huh. I got to I gotta call the guy tomorrow, but uh, uh, maybe that location that I mentioned uh-huh. uh, might be available for – I, I the, the, the girl no idea what she was talking about, but she gave me, a, you know, an iffy maybe. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm, do, I'm doing the draft of that place, so – yeah, we'll see. Good to know. Yeah, keep keep your schedule open. Otherwise, we're going to be doing it in the middle of the street somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good to me. <laughs> all right, man. All right. All right, well, I'll talk to you tomorrow, all right? All right, see you. All right, later.